Hey everyone, and welcome back to Wordplay, a Writing Center podcast. Today we're going to be talking a little bit more about self-publishing to continue our series from a few weeks ago. Today we're going to be specifically talking about zines, which are small magazine-like publications that people usually make and like pass around physical copies or also online. And we're also going to talk about um, self-publishing platforms, so platforms like Amazon, iBooks, and a few others that we came across. So, what is a zine? Uh, According to the Bindery, which is a creative laboratory, in their own words, that specializes in helping people create literary art out of Milwaukee, they define a zine as a self-published, non-commercial print work that is typically produced in small, limited batches. Zines are created and bound in many DIY ways, but traditionally, editions are easily reproduced, often by crafting an original master flat, then photocopying, folding, and staging pages into sample pamphlets. Zines may also be sewn, taped, glued, or even exist in unbound and other non-folio formats. The main rule is that there are no rules. I absolutely love this definition of a zine because it really captures what the community of people who create zines are like trying to do, and that is essentially just break rules. Zines often would publish things, when they first came about anyway, they would publish things that weren't accepted in you know traditional literary areas and of course you know zines published other types of art it wasn't all literature but literature was a big focus especially in the 90s when zines were really popular the beauty of publishing your work in a zine is that you can do whatever you want there are no formatting rules there are no genres that you have to keep up with it's all up to you you could have a collection of your short fiction Or it could be just a collection of everything you've written. It could have a theme. It might not have a theme. Everything is up to you because you are your own publisher. That is the beauty of having your own book that you've created. It's a little bit different from self-publishing websites, which is what we are about to talk about next. Before we start talking about self-publishing platforms, I wanted to talk to y'all a little bit about our season finale. I know we're only halfway through the semester, but because we have such a big idea, we want to go ahead and get the word out there so y'all can start participating as soon as possible. This season's finale is going to focus on one author and do a deep dive into their life, their writing process, and their works, but we want a little help deciding who this author will be. So, inspired a little bit by March Madness, we've decided to do a bracket over on our Instagram. There, every Friday, you can go and you can vote for your favorite author in that day's tournament. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope y'all decide to participate. The first one is going live today, right when this podcast airs. So I hope you guys will participate. So I guess we'll see who wins. All right, so let's talk about self-publishing on publishing platforms. Usually if you're doing this, you've already got your written, edited piece of amazing literature that you're ready to share with the world. This can be um, 
your own novel. It's going to be a collection of short stories, poems, really whatever you want it to be as long as you know it's a marketable book. Usually like I said you're going to have these things edited beforehand and since you're self-publishing you're probably going to be paying out of pocket for an editor unless you thoroughly believe in your own editing skills. Once you have your edited ready to be published manuscript you're usually going to go to one of three places or really all three. Um, you've got Amazon KDP which is Kindle Direct Publishing and then you've also got Apple Books and Barnes & Noble Press. Um, I believe all three of these are specifically for ebooks. So keep that in mind if you're thinking about self-publishing on these platforms. It's going to be an ebook. Usually in this case, I don't think people will be able to buy a physical copy of your book. Another very, very important thing to keep in mind when you're publishing your work on these publishing platforms is that while it is free to upload, you are not being paid once you upload your book. You will normally receive, at least for the three places that I listed, you will usually receive only 70% royalties on your ebooks, and that's only if they're within a certain price range. So for example, at Barnes & Noble Press, you're only receiving 70% off of ebooks that are priced above 99 cents. Um, Apple Books just gives you a general 70% on most books. Um, and also for Amazon, you are getting 70% on books priced between $2.99 and $9.99. So it's always very important that you are thoroughly reading anything that you are putting your work into. That being said, if you are going the self-publishing route, publishing onto a platform like Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Apple Books is going to be probably the best way for you to make money. We have two separate ways to self-publish here that I think serve two very different purposes. Obviously, as a writer, your goal is probably to share your craft with the world, but also we live in a capitalist society and you need to make money, right? The self-publishing platforms are probably always going to be the more popular option when deciding how to share your work. But I don't think that we should count out zines, and that might be my own personal bias, but I think there is just something so beautiful about being able to share your vision unmodified. You know what I mean? Because when you're publishing things on these platforms, you're doing them to make money. So you are editing your work or you are changing what you said so that it fits a certain narrative so that you can sell more copies because you have to make money to survive. But when it comes to a zine, you are purely creating something just for the hell of it. Like you're not trying to turn your work into something that it's not. It's your pure unedited vision. And I think there's something valuable in that. Now, of course, people did used to sell zines for like maybe like 25 cents or something. It was probably just to cover the charge of actually creating these zines because you needed to like print them and all of those things but a zine is not created for profit it's usually created to express some sort of artistic or creative vision and of course i'm not trying to say that the only reason to publish on publishing platforms is to make money because 
you also get something that you don't get with scenes and that's publicity you likely are not going to be discovered by some amazing publishing house if you are selling your zines on the corner you know what i mean so if you're trying to get yourself out there obviously publishing platforms are going to be the way to go um zines really are just for your own like creative outlets you're not really making zines for any kind of gain at all whatsoever they're just fun um it's like having your own little color by numbers except there are no numbers and you have to come up with everything so there you have it the end of our self-publishing series i really hope that y'all learned something from these last two episodes if you did that's great if you didn't i hope you had fun along the way in all honesty i think that if i have at least inspired somebody to go read a literary magazine or write their own zine or publish that fiction that they've been working on forever on amazon then i have done my job um <laughs> anyway i hope you guys have a great spring break don't forget to go check out our brackets. Those are going to be weekly, so you'll have all week to vote on them. We're going to try and pin them in our Instagram highlights so everybody has a chance. Enjoy your spring break.